Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I told you guys, JC, would be back today. They were missing you yesterday. Oh, was I gone yesterday? Yeah, you were gone yesterday. You had that. Oh, now you're back. Am there. I back? You're back now. There you go. You were gone yesterday. I did it all by myself. Fixing all by myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. You know what, guys? If you don't find some humor in your day, if you don't find some way to smile or laugh, you might just simply be overcome by the, the, the spiritual heaviness in the country today with all the craziness that is happening. Look at this. We got Southwest Missouri in the house. Woohoo. Oh man. All our great people. They had great conversations while I was teaching yesterday. <laughs> so guys, what are you thinking about what's going on today? What are you thinking about what's going on today, JC? Waiting on you. Waiting on me. That's Seriously. I know, right? Oh my gosh. Well, let me just tell you, uh, in case you don't know, uh, we had a House session today to vote and ultimately pass House Resolution 24. House Resolution 24 is uh, the Articles of Impeachment of Donald Trump. And I actually had those up here. Article. Article. That's right. <laughs> Article of Impeachment of Donald Trump, which is kind of crazy because, you know, I guess when you've flung everything against the wall, uh, you just gonna lay everything on one, but it turns out today that, um, one was enough apparently. Well, but when you have well, it's the house, yeah, it's the house. Well, but they got a majority in the yeah. Senate now. So right. this is the real question on how this all happened. So let me just go ahead and show you what this is just so you can catch up and, and we can all start on the same legal background. This was, House Resolution 24 of the 117th Congress. And when we scroll down, look at all these people that signed on to it. Oh, there's your friend again, Mr. Lou. <laughs> I just love pointing out the friendship that JC has, the high regard that he holds for Mr. Lou. <laughs> that amuses me. Sorry, guys. All that really matters is, is Chris Ann amused. Article 1, Incitement of Insurrection. That is the single article of impeachment. And then they go on to mention that the Constitution of the United States under Article 2, Section 4 requires uh, shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of. Now, this is the part where we're at. Right. So the House has passed the impeachment of. And just as a reminder, the impeachment of part is the file is like a criminal indictment that's being filed against Donald Trump. Now, understanding this is a, a criminal indictment makes it very important because we have to understand that we ought to be holding this to a criminal standard, especially when Article 2, Section 4 says that the president of the United States will be removed from office when he's convicted of 
convicted. That is a, a legal term, a criminal law term, convicted of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. In this case, the impeachment grounds are going to be, as we have here, incitement of insurrection. Inciting a riot is a crime. And as we mentioned yesterday, the standard for that crime is well settled in law. Let me show you what we've got available for you today. We have available for you today a the legal memorandum that I promised you from yesterday. Now, this legal memorandum is going to be very important to your senator, okay? Because your senator is going to be involved in the trial for conviction. And what we need to do is make sure that our senators understand that this is a legal criminal standard and the Supreme Court is the uh, what the Supreme Court has said on the standard for inciting a riot is the standard that our senators must look at. So I want to just show you because I want you guys to send this. This is a Liberty First uh, action alert. I want you guys to send this memorandum of law to your senators. They need your senators need to be at the federal level now need to be flooded with this memorandum because now they're going to be charged with handling the trial. And at a trial, the legal standard must prevail. So this is a regular legal memorandum as if I were writing it for someone who had requested a legal memorandum from from a lawyer. We outline the facts here. There's not a whole lot of facts. We've only got one allegation. We have the questions presented, and then we have the answer and discussion where I talk to you about the Brandenburg standard and the how the Supreme Court has used the Brandenburg standard. And the conclusion, the legal conclusion must be that because Donald Trump, President Donald Trump's speech does not meet the two-pronged test as established by the Supreme Court, it must be concluded that his speech has not risen to the level of criminal activity. Since the standards of due process, I wrote, uh, led to the conclusion that no crime was committed, the president cannot be impeached or convicted for his accusation because there was no high crime or misdemeanor by by which to justify the impeachment and conviction. So this is a tool that I have created for you. JC edited it for me, so... It's gone through JC's seal of approval. And uh, it's it's a tool there for you to make sure that your senator has what you what they need to have. Don't let them go up there and say, well, we didn't have anything. So Dragon's Talon starts off our super chat this morning with shouldn't politicians like AOC, Maxine Waters, Kamala Harris and Biden be up for impeachment then as well since they incited the BLM Antifa riot. Right. If that if if that's a new standard, what they're trying right. to to forward, which is utter nonsense. Right. But that he's that's exactly right. That if that's how they interpret this thing and that's how they want to make the lo- the new standard of incitement, then then they often have to be guilty. And if you talk in general terms about because c- they have some idea, you know, you Trump fomented all this anger and and 
uh, angst because of whatever he was saying. The fact of the matter is, uh, it's much broader than that. And stirring of the anger that they're seeing comes from the lawlessness of the Democrats and the constant lies of the media. I, I tell you what, it was hard to swallow watching as usual, watching the house, um, in that impeachment nonsense. And several things stood out to me when they, when, when they talk about lies, Oh, there's all these conspiracy theories and spreading lies, talking about lies, extolling the virtues of the constitution, um, weeping over how much they love law enforcement. (laughs) Uh, and, and then the notion of, we need to be united in sowing division. I mean, how can how can you take this seriously? It's so hard to swallow. They are so blatantly hypocritical. Anybody with half a brain could see the inconsistency. I, I don't know how people swallow this stuff. It, it, it's incredible. The Democrat Party that just rips the Constitution day in and day out. They spent the whole summer uh, with, a, with an anti-police message. Now suddenly they're pro-police and so proud and and let's salute these heroes and all this sort of stuff. It, it, it's just, it's just unbelievable. The hypocrisy we, um, was so massive. We watched this thing and I can tell you, uh, I was, I was really proud of a few house reps who actually JC got up and cited the law mm-hmm. and talked about the Brandenburg test and talked about, this is not just how you feel about how Donald Trump spoke. Thank you. Barbara. You are actually making actual legal uh, claims, right? You are making a criminal uh, indictment here. You're making a claim of criminal violations of law. And then you also had the the, the representatives, because they really only, some of them had like 30 seconds, some of them had like a minute and a half or something. It was really crazy. It was really shotgun kind of thing. And then some of them were, were really good at highlighting the hypocrisies. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was enough of the highlighting of hypocrisy. I think they all should have had some kind of statement, an example. Yeah, because Lou it, did it. Yeah, there's plenty they, they, of they quotations that they could have. They said, all right, to start off my 30 yeah. seconds, I'm going to quote Sheila Jackson Lee. That's, I'm going to quote blah, 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 but blah. But isn't that where always the Republicans always suck? Yeah. The Democrats coordinate their messaging. The Republicans do not. Mm-hmm. The way that Louis Gohmert uh, quoted, I think it was Pelosi and several others, quoted their statements of directly calling for violence right. and, and uh, violent confrontation. Mm-hmm. They should have they coordinated that. And everyone that stood up should have kept repeating, kept quoting. The right. same quotes right. in every every bit of their thing to drive it home. To, to So there's no doubt anybody watching it. In fact, if you kept repeating it over and over again, the in a case like that, the media all, almost would have no choice but to cover right. that. It'd be like, mm-hmm. OK, they all kept saying this. And then, right. you know, that kind of thing would get out. Yeah, because it was it's such hypocrisy. It is not not to mention. Uh, now, several did this. There's another thing they should have quoted, quoting the actual statements of President Trump, yes, where he some said, of them let's did. peacefully and patriotically make our voices heard. Yeah. By the uh, way, that, that is not calling for violence in the legal memorandum that I have written for you that I want you to send to your senators. 
I actually, as the part of the statement uh, of the answer and discussion, we include in there uh, the quote of from Donald Trump that says, and this is quoting from his transcript. Uh, there's supposed to be a link here. I'm not quite sure why that didn't actually uh, transfer, but I'll go in and put the link to his transcript so you guys can go and double check me. I don't want to put anything up there that's not linked to the original text. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol to building Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices be heard. You know, a lot of a lot of the rhetoric that the Democrats and the there are even 10 Republicans mm -hmm. who who actually uh, supported this impeachment. Um, By they, the way, which is conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> Everything they put forth today yeah. on the floor was utter conspiracy. Because it was not so based in it's fact. It's not true. No. You can go to the transcript, right. read it. You can watch his speech. Nothing that they were claiming actually happened. So all of these 10 Republicans, while citing voter fraud conspiracy theory, we're participating in messaging a conspiracy theory right. on the House floor of the U.S. Capitol today. Yeah, because some of them actually even said uh, that Donald Trump was demanding that every vote be overturned. Right. That, that he has never said that. Now, I'm not defending. I don't believe that Trump. Uh, that that there were some things that he could, I believe there's some things that he could have said differently, but I'm not here to second guess Donald Trump. And the bottom line is we're talking about a criminal accusation and whether I like Donald Trump or semantically, I thought he could have said things different is not the criminal standard. As a matter of fact, Everything, JC, every one of these people who got up and said that impeachment was necessary, they based it all on how they felt. Yeah. Right. Donald Trump's the worst president ever. OK, well, no, I don't think so. Not you're forgetting defense. it's not defense. an impeachable offense. And you're forgetting that Woodrow Wilson put a man in a cage. Right. OK, because of his skin color. Woodrow Wilson, president of the United States put a black man and his desk in a cage. I don't know how you can overlook that in all of this and make the declaration that Donald Trump is the worst president we've ever had. Well, because many believe some of the other conspiracy theories, and I, and I use conspiracy theory in the way that they use that term, meaning false, a falsehood. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one of the hoax, I think hoax is a better term, but they they believe the Trump called all Mexicans criminals and rapists hoax. There's another thing that you can go directly to this transcript. You can listen right. to the words come out of the man's mouth himself. Right. Yet probably like half of America believes Trump actually called, actually said all Mexicans are criminals and rapists. Thing, same thing with the very fine people hoax. Right. They believe that Trump literally called white supremacists uh, very fine people. What was that? Charlottesville in Charlottesville. Um, very fine people. So it's another hoax. Today, they put forward an additional hoax. Yeah. In fact, uh, another hoax within 
this this impeachment hoax. Uh, I listened. I watched one of the representatives stand there and say Donald Trump watched the riots from the Oval Office on a TV screen gleefully, gleefully celebrating it. And some bobblehead other Democrat is sitting behind this guy going, oh, that's right. So another false hoax. Now, we're we get banned mm -hmm. from Twitter and Facebook and thrown off Apple and Amazon cloud service and all the rest for alleged voter fraud conspiracies. Donald Trump, as the president of the United States, has his Twitter account uh, closed down. Yet these folks stood there today on the House floor, uh, practically every Democrat that got up to the podium and repeated fake news, mm -hmm. falsehoods, That's lies, right. and a hoax. All that they were saying did not happen. In fact, they never quoted Donald Trump no, directly no. from his speech given at the rally, because if they had quoted him, then the falsehood would be revealed because there is no words of uh, of him saying, let's go to the White House and 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 uh, commit insurrection, overthrow the government and all the other all the other flat out lies that they were attributing to Donald Trump. So it is unbelievable to me the level of hypocrisy, the double standard, and it's all been laid bare. They're all being exposed in the middle of this. You now see on full display the absolute lies and hypocrisy of this group uh, while banning everybody on the right, right for doing exactly what was on display right. in the House of Representatives today. Yeah, and it's important that we understand that the what we're watching now, the exposure of this, is a very, very good thing. In, in spite of how you might feel about whether Donald Trump being, you know, moved from uh, is is going to be president or not in the future of America and all that kind of stuff. There are, as, as Thomas Paine said, we put it on the show the other day, uh, these kind of crises makes go make good as, as much as bad. And so we need to capitalize on the good things that are happening, like the exposing. Chasey, I don't have my phone with me, but you did text me the Republicans that voted for this. Mm -hmm. Can you share this that with our crowd? Please? Yeah, so it's 10, Republicans, 10 that, Republicans that went along with the 222 Democrats in the, in the vote. Uh, Liz Cheney, obviously, that's gained the most, excuse me, most publicity. She because was quoted like so many times by the Democrats. If I was Liz Cheney, I'd be like digging myself a hole and sticking my head in it to be quoted by the Democrats so many times. But she is a Democrat. See, but the the reason why they do that is because she's the chair uh, of the Democrat Party, and and then she's she's the number three Republican in the House, mm. uh, and, and she's so she's part of the leadership. So that so that split the leadership two out of three uh, when she went with them. So Liz Cheney of Wyoming, Tom Rice of South Carolina, uh, John Katko uh, or Kotko of New York, uh, Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, Peter Mayer of Michigan, Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, Dan Newhouse, or two from Washington State, Dan Newhouse and Jamie Herrera uh, Butler, I think is how she pronounced her last name. Um, so two Washington reps. And then Fred Upton of Michigan, and uh, David Valadal of California. 
Yeah. So. So 10 Republicans, 222 Democrats. I suspect you'll it, it's quite possible you'll get some uh, Republican supporters in the Senate. However, the, the trial will probably take pay, place after the 20th. And it could be a whole different sort of feel to it. But I just wonder how many Republicans will go along in the Senate. Now, remember that uh, you can, according to precedent, you can still be impeached after you leave office. And what would be interesting, JC, is if they actually go forward with the trial after the 20th in order to try to keep Donald Trump from running for office again. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they actually solidify a Which precedent. Which one of them said yeah. on, the, on the House floor yeah. was their purpose. To solidify the precedent. And so maybe once we get our state and local governments back, we can get control of this. We can finally go back and impeach all of the people that should be impeached. Uh, we could just handle that. Instead of sitting around in, in sessions uh, issuing resolutions to recognize the local barber for his, you know, service to the community, uh, and and writing all of these crazy laws that are unconstitutional. We could just have them in session, doing impeachment after impeachment after impeachment of all these people that should have been impeached a long time ago. Yeah, you know, the, the, in the way it's being used, impeachment's been weaponized, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's that's the problem. I, I think. You have people, I, I don't know how many people are sincerely making arguments for unity and that sort of thing. It's all just it's all just grandstanding, no. gaslighting, okay. virtue signaling nonsense. But th- this this just throws fuel on the fire. I mean, it just if we gosh, if we even make it through January 20th with this kind of stuff. But yeah, they it, are it, it pushing just incites buttons. the other side. They know to weaponize everything on their side. I mean, and it's just going to further lead to chaos and absolute collapse. Well, and they know that they're pushing the buttons. And here's the thing I've already shown you. And if you if you want further legal proof, you've got to go to the website, chrisanhall.com and read the brand new article. It's the top on the page about incitement, uh, Donald Trump impeachment, that sort of thing. You've got to go read it and realize there is no legal standard for this. Right. So. When you talk about weaponizing the mechanism of impeachment, that's the only explanation you can have for this because their arguments were political, their arguments were emotional, their arguments were fake news, their arguments were not based in fact, they were based in propaganda, they were based in lies. And so when you have a legal process like this, my goodness, this is a constitutional process. And, um, you have to be able to look at a, at a process like that with a certain amount of credibility. And they have weaponized it in all of their rhetoric about, oh, the Constitution and we love America. They have actually spit on the Constitution with the mechanism that they, they did today. Now, JC, I actually did a little digging because, you know, I got the whole prosecutor mind going on and I'm wondering... I'm watching all of these house reps, one right after another, use this term incitement, incitement, incitement. I want to show you, I built like a little collage here of of just so people who maybe didn't get a chance to see the house uh, meetings, 
but I wanted to, oh, the wrong one. Here we go. That's the one we want. Uh, I wanted to show you the, uh, uh, a little bit of these meetings. <clears throat> so the people who maybe didn't get a chance can actually see. Now I've made a little collage of, of speeches so you can hear a little bit about it. You're about to hear, are you ready, JC? I started off with Sheila Jackson Lee. Yeah, I'll make sure that sound right. is all the way up there. We're over up here. So here we go. Sheila Jackson Lee. Everybody ready? I thank you. Vomit. Contrary to my good friend's words, the president of the United States is an insurrectionist. He led an insurrection against the United States of America. Now, that is a legal claim, guys. That is absolutely a legal claim. Prior to the January 6th attack by violent domestic terrorists, the president spoke to the crowd for one hour. And these were his words. These were his words, which is that we cannot take the nation back. We have to take the nation back with strength and you must go and do that. Those were the paraphrase of his words. The president- <laughs> the Did you hear that? Words. Those were the paraphrase of his words. I'm not sure she actually even knows what that word I, means. I don't so. think she knows what that word means either. But we are going to go ahead and go to the next one. Uh, so I want you to see. She tried. She looks how she opens up her paper like she was going to Sheila Jackson Lee, like she was actually going like read to read something. And then she says, those are the paraphrase. Yeah. And then she realized, oh, that's right. I can't read. I can't. Well, no, it, I, maybe she can't. <laughs> shame on you. But. Maybe she realized, oh, if I actually read what he said, well, even her, I will expose myself. Even her paraphrase. Let's take back the country with strength. I mean, come on. I, it's just ridiculous. You have this sort of uh, political rah-rah phraseology yeah. now, now is supposed to be incitement. Uh, whereas when you have Pelosi and Harris uh, and some of these others standing up, there was there was nothing metaphorical about me, about it. They literally say, you know, we there should be other cities burning. Somebody needs to yeah. get in the face of these uh, of these Trump people or whatever yeah. and drag them out and that sort of thing. So, I mean, there's no mm -hmm. uh, Donald, while Donald's Donald Trump's words uh, were sort of amorphous, nondescript. I mean, you say fight, let's fight like hell. They're, they're right. keen on this fight like hell. What does that mean? And then when you couple fight like hell with peacefully and patriotically let your voice be heard, then that kind of gives definition to what mm -hmm. you mean by fight like hell. But for them, they say it in the context of cities on fire and say, we need more of this. How are we supposed to interpret that? Oh, but, but JC, yeah, that's not insight. That's not because they're talking about ideas, not organizations. Right. Cause Antifa is an, an idea. Anti it's not Antifa even real. Antifa is not an idea. It's All ridiculous. right. So let's hear purple hair lady. First off, if you're 60 plus and you got purple hair, hair, that's, it's already a problem. <laughs> Donald Trump unleashed them. Are you catching that? Okay. So, all right. So here's yeah. That's another thing they were they were drawing on, uh, 
this sort of picturesque day of references, oh, which is so gosh. that's obviously a, a, a reference to Pearl Harbor. Right. Uh, so it's um, I don't know. It's, it's just just ridiculous what they were doing. Oh, they missed her sound. Oh. Sorry. Well, let's just move on to our, our friend Omar. here, Omar. Let me go ahead and make sure that I'm doing this properly because I have to click like different buttons to make this happen. So we'll do this. Make sure. There we go. All right. Omar. Ready? The targeted blow at the most essential process that makes us a democracy. It was a direct and specifically incited by the president of the United States. Now, I want you to catch that again. I'm going to rewind it for you. She says, again, remember, it's criminal, right? It's criminal to incite a riot. Listen to what she says. Essential process that makes us a democracy. It was a direct and specifically incited by the president of the United States for years. Now, notice that because they have their masks on, they can't read the, the closed caption doesn't work that well. Well, not surprising. But, I haven't heard her a lot, but I I, I don't think I realized before this mm-hmm. how incoherent she is. She, yeah. she sounds like a very ignorant person. Right. Right. So here's the next one. I'm, I told you this is just a little collage of, of, of speeches that I've created for you because I want to show you something. Backed by terrorists. But this time, the terrorists were radicalized right here in the United States. Worse, they were radicalized by the president, who intentionally lied to his supporters that the election was stolen and then told them when to come to D.C., where to protest, and who to direct their anger at. The need to remove this president could not be more urgent. He is too dangerous to remain in office. Donald Trump must be held accountable. He must be impeached. So there's another one who is alleging that Donald Trump is violent. He is inciting riots and he directed the people where to go. Just a couple more I wanted to share with you. That's on. Good. All right. There we go. Attack on the United States Capitol on January 6th. The mob was assembled by Donald Trump, incited by Donald Trump. All right, I'm going to rewind that for you guys because I want you to hear this because he is making a criminal accusation using criminal language. The attack on the United States Capitol on January 6th. The mob was assembled by Donald Trump, incited by Donald Trump, and in service of Donald Trump's effort to overturn through violence what he lost at the voting booth. These are criminal accusations, people. Unsubstantiated criminal accusations. Unsubstantiated. I have have, in two episodes now, I have explained to you the law. I want to show you what I found. Are you ready? This is, I'm going to show you this. And I showed you all of this. This is all, everything that you saw is official government record. Okay, this is all on the record. This is not only official government record. This is an official house proceeding. We must know that. Okay, here you go. 18 U.S. Code 1001 statements or entries generally, except as otherwise provided in this section, whoever in any matter within the jurisdiction of the executive, legislative or judicial branch of the government of the United States knowingly or willfully makes and look down here at number two makes material materially false fictitious or fraudulent statements 
shall be fined under this title, imprisoned not more than five years. Uh, and, and that's the minimum sentence for that. Mm-hmm. All of these members of the House of Representatives have committed a crime on the House floor. Now, it's one thing. 18 U.S.C. 1001. 18 U.S.C. 1001. Now, they could have said we disagree with what Donald Trump says, Mm -hmm. and they would have been fine. I think they could have even, under the law, could have said lied about what he said Mm -hmm. and been been not convicted under this. But because they use the specific language inciting and they use that term incite under the context of a high crimes and misdemeanor so in other words lawlessness they violated the law they committed a law this is the equivalent of of perjury this is the equivalent of filing a false police report and they one after another who use this word incite are guilty of violating which is a felony offense and they can they should be put in prison for f- up to five years for this. Well, you have the one saying he, he he watched the riots and celebrated. They were they were sending around the video of Trump, Eric Trump, President Trump, and and the team um, in the tent at the rally before Trump spoke, watching, waiting for his turn. Mm-hmm. And you you could see it on the screen. You could see the stage on the screen, the crowd. And they were saying, oh, this is great. One was dancing. And so they're sending around this video and saying that was a video of Trump watching the riots as they happen and celebrating. Uh, Total hoax. Right. Total fault. Totally false. Mm -hmm. And again, a U.S. House rep entered that into the record today that. He watched this video. He watched the riots on the video from the Oval Office. Yeah, from the Oval Office this time, because that video is actually somebody in a tent. That's not even the Oval Office. So super chat coming in from Becca. Please pardon my ignorance. I've watched politicians blatantly break law after law and nothing ever happens. Is the DOJ government's lawless? Is the DOJ our only option to prosecute? DOJ is lawless. DOJ is lawless. By the way, the DOJ upon creation was lawless so we have to realize what we have uh going on here is is the is the symptom of a larger problem the symptom of the larger problem being that the american people have checked out of government for way too long you you only have your states left basically is bottom line bottom line those who have their states that's what you have left those that don't have their states that's what you're what you're target is that's what your mission is now Mm -hmm. uh, because this federal government is lawless beyond description now the question is always how do they get arrested for what they say how do they get sued for what they say um you know what the the asking them to be arrested is like asking the system to check itself it's not designed that way you are supposed to arrest them not like in the terms of putting them in cuffs Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be in front of their face. Like I told you yesterday, you need to get out from behind your keyboard and get in front of their faces and start confronting them in person. 
You have to be there to in their office with their staff. You have to be there at the meetings. You have to go. We should be sending constituent groups to D.C., but it's we don't have D.C. anymore. Don't send anyone else to D.C. I shocked people like 10 years ago when I told them, you know, in Chris Ann Hall's perfect world, we would ignore Washington, D.C. politics for six years. Yeah, devote all your resources to the state. Devote getting your all, state back. Devote all your resources from this minute forward, state, local. Then you don't have to rely on elections. Even if a fraudulent election occurs, somebody you don't like is elected, whichever that may be, maybe both the same thing. You at a state and local level still have a personal influence on state and local. Voter fraud and corruption does not work the same way at the state and local level. They might put somebody in office, but that person, like Bernie Thompson, you can make them so miserable that they want to quit, right? I made somebody in our county who worked for the county government quit just by questioning. They were trying to attack me for uh, something somebody else did, put up a billboard with our website on it, said that it was a political campaign sign, and the city thugs came after me for illegal campaigning, and I said, number one, show me the law where I'm campaigning because I'm not campaigning. Number two, it's not my sign and nobody's running for office. Well, the bottom line was the lady who came after me quit. Yeah. Well, and I, I would say this, too, because, you know, at some point, who, whoever <laughs> decided uh, back to back to this, at some point, whoever decided that, uh, you know, now the answer is start breaking stuff and busting stuff apart mm -hmm. uh, now we've given them an excuse to put soldiers all around the capitals yep. and shut you out of your government yep. so i mean yeah, i don't want to can... belabor that point anymore but i mean right you know that that's what we're doing to ourselves it, it's, right it's absolute lunacy so we we have you have to get back in organize right get control of your local governments you got to get back in the process look let me tell my new york people out there because I know states like New York and California and what other some states? I know Virginia. Some of this stuff seems insurmountable. The bigger the, tide, the task, the greater the victory. But here's the thing. You're not going to have to, if you don't live, you don't have to go to the Capitol to fix New York. There are wonderful liberty-minded people all over New York. You can take back New York county by county by county if you York's live probably not the greatest example well but i'm but i'm giving the great i am giving the hardest task i'm saying don't take on the state as a whole mm. don't go after the governor don't go after the mayor go after your burg get your burg in check first get your county in check you know well, you can work in a neighborhood so perspective well, we have to be and careful make liberty we have to be careful to it's it's not the, the word is not don't it's not don't do that don't right. do this. you you have yeah. to choose your level and well go that's after true that yeah. okay yeah. so it, it's not about one thing or another if it seems there, there's insurmountable there's, there's smaller pieces right there's a hundred places we have right. to go at mm -hmm. uh but you have to find you have to find that place you have to organize uh and get out there and get moving you right. know we've we've just as an example look at 
um, where we came from in Oregon. I mean, we were in a room with probably over 300 local business right. people uh, in the in this state and who had organized who are organizing locally to mm -hmm. stand against the uh, overreaching restrictions mm -hmm. on their businesses that they, they would help each other. They would stand with each other. Mm -hmm. They would back each other um, to say, no, no, that we're going to open. We're going to run our businesses. We're going to do it safely. But but we're not going on this full shutdown bankrupting our business thing you know so they organized right. in in that sphere that has nothing to do with the governor or or really any uh any political body uh that you're dealing with right right so there's so many different areas but it's about find find your target right find that task and then you have to apply organization activation uh mobilization and and coupled with peaceful non-compliance i mean all all of and that phrase right there <laughs> speak truth to power i mean that's the whole thing of coming at that mm -hmm. um thank you tony watchdog groups accountability groups like we've talked about where you you have a rotating uh duty roster where you go to the meetings you can apply that at the county level the state legislature when you think about the state legislature it's not like one thing they have Dozens of committees right. and subcommittees and different areas that you people could be watching all the time and reporting to others in the group and then mobilizing. That's what grassroots organizations right. do. Right. The problem is we've had so few people plugged into that system that a small number of patriots have to bear the load right. at trying to make this happen. Right. And then the people who were never actually part of the process get to sit after the fact and say, we've been doing this all this time and it doesn't work. Yeah, because 10% of the people are trying to carry the load for 60% of the rest of the freaking people. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. then when it doesn't work, we just want to pick up our ARs and start shooting. So, Rhonda, how do we invite you to come to uh, the county? You got to go to chrisannhall.com, fill out the contact form, and our beautiful assistant, <laughs> Janet, will, What's a uh, will make sure that you are uh, able to. Uh, Get on the schedule somewhere. Go to the somewhere. website, fill out a contact form. Yeah, go to the website, fill out a contact form. Um, you know, if so, if the false election stands, I can't imagine any other election mattering. Uh, l let me just say this again. It's not about the election that matters. It's about what you're doing every other day. Just like I said, I don't know if you, you had come in late. A bad election is going to happen whether fraud happens or not. So bad elections mean you have to go and start being about a people who will get involved and 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 control people even that you don't like. Sovereign duty. If you want to know how to control your state and local governments, sovereign duty is the book you need to get. This is a, I don't think there's even a chapter about voting unless you talk about term limits in here. I, I don't know. It's not about voting, guys. It's just not about voting. Well, again, voting. it's part of the process. I mean, one, once again, it's not one thing or yeah. not one thing or this is not part of it. It's all part of it. But the, the point is you control voting locally, control mm -hmm. voting in the state. We lost we lost the, the, the federal, uh, you know, we lost that outcome at, the, at federal, the state level, the federal result, right? What we see as a federal office, the control of that was in the states. So mm -hmm. the corruption happens at the state. 
And I think the point that I'm trying to make, maybe not so well, is bad elections are going to happen through fraud no matter what. That doesn't give you an excuse to not control how your government operates after the election. That's what we well, have I mean, to do. If, if your vote's not happening, they're not working, isn't that the reason to want to go fix it? I mean, yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the logic there. Right. Well, our voting doesn't work. Um, okay, that's used like like when my lawnmower isn't working. Mm -hmm. That's the reason to go fix it. I don't go. Oh, right. my lawnmower doesn't work. Guess I'll never mow my yard again. I mean, right. I I I just cannot comprehend the the uh the reasoning with that so I don't well we got a correct question in the chat room jc to see the um what is confusing about my the non-compliant trailer so we're going to show the non-compliant trailer as the non-compliant movie is scheduled to come out this month i've actually talked to our movie producer everything is on schedule so uh this is our uh turn up the volume for you guys this is the trailer to our non-compliant movie that we need you to help us share. Sign up over here to get the notices. Scroll down. Send us a donate donation. Help us fund this movie. Help us make a series of these movies to educate. And as Abigail Adams said, watch the flame of liberty light and spread and and spread soul to soul. So here we go. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down? Well, there you have it. The uh, noncompliantmovie.com. Go sign up for your notices. Help us fund this film. All your donations are tax deductible, and we will get this out everywhere. Daniel says you're not wearing a 
a bad A t-shirt today, JC. Mm -hmm. I like it. We're we sort of outside gear today. Neither one of us is geared up today. Not our Liberty First gear. We we're not representing I don't get well. Why the majority of patriots are responding the way they are? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm pretty sure I talked about that. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So this is. <laughs> thank you, Andrea. We. I, I have a hard time watching that that trailer myself without getting welled up on the inside. But uh, we. We need you guys to spread this. We need you guys to share this trailer. We need to spread this truth, this information. And we have got to get back to work, state and local. And I, I JC and I and the Liberty First team here are doing everything that we can humanly and superhumanly to improve to equip you, to educate, to empower you and everyone around you, disciple in this method of, of working and making things um, go back so that our children can have a government based in liberty and not a government based in statism and not a government based in a nano uh, 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 communism and anarcho-communism and all that other crazy kind of stuff. So Nice, Tamika. I like that. What's that? He did not comply so we could be free. That's yeah, awesome. That is awesome to me. I love that. Goes right, there. <laughs> right, right, right. And remember, God told Daniel in the lion's den. Yeah, uh, that taken to the woodshed. You, that's now inciting. Oh, yes. Woohoo. Take him to the woodshed. I bet. I bet that mm -hmm. is inciting, right? Yeah. So God told Daniel in the lion's den that there are some laws even passed by government that are no laws at all. And that's the basis for our authority to refuse to comply. Yes, Sovereign Duty is available at chrisannhall.com. Go to chrisannhall.com. And don't forget that if you want the best constitutional education available on this top side of the planet, you need to go to libertyfirstuniversity.com. Sign up now. For less than a cup of coffee from your favorite coffee shop uh, once a week, you can get constitutional education that will help you know how to educate others, organize, equip, and work to restore your state and local governments. It's interesting. Rick uh, Rick said it in, uh, in a perfect world, that would be on PBS. You'd be on PBS. It, it reminds me, it's funny you say that, you look how um, kind of see how quickly <laughs> this thing went sideways or how, how we've gone off the rails. I, I think it was um, 88 or something like that, that Milton Friedman did his right. Uh, what was it? Free to choose series mm -hmm. talking about economics and communism, socialism, uh, you know, and they played that on PBS. I think it was a 10 part series. And then just a couple years after that, 1990, I think they did the the republishing on, of it on PBS and they trimmed it down, I think, to a four or five part uh, documentary at that point. And at the end of it, they added a panel where they brought in a bunch of leftist hacks to to try to chop up mm -hmm. what Milton Friedman was teaching in that. So you see how quickly PBS turned that corner to what you know was even at that time and I, and I suspect the fall of the Berlin Wall mm -hmm. had a lot to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. Cuz things shift the whole methodology of communist infiltration shifted 
So in 1990, they now had to uh, had to carry out different methodologies and it became part of uh, part of the media uh, more so than it had been prior to 1990. I have never been on Tucker Carlson. Um, wouldn't that be kind of fun if I got to be on Tucker Carlson one day? Been on C-SPAN. I've been times. on C-SPAN a few times. Um, I was on Neil Cavuto 10 years ago for law about 15 seconds. I've uh, long, long, crime, long crime, long crime, Fox and friends, Fox and friends, but not recently. Yeah. I haven't been on any of those things recently. I was on the victory channel recently and I, I do a lot of radio. I do a lot of podcasting. So, um, it's just, uh, that's, that's how that, I, I, I don't know where you saw me recently, but I, JC, I'm always doing something. Mm -hmm. So I don't even remember every place I have been. Chrisanne yeah, doesn't that's sleep right. much. So we so. go from Milton Friedman's documentary in the 90s now to a PBS executive saying Republican children need to be put in re-education camps. So the, no, he's a where, Republican. He was a PBS where, lawyer. Yeah, he was a we, PBS lawyer who was caught by Project Veritas mm -hmm. saying that Republican children need to be put in re-education camps. Yep. Goodness gracious. So, hey, listen, guys, you can also listen to our show via podcast. We are on iTunes, as long as we can hide out there without them noticing. We are on uh, Anchor FM. We are on Spotify. We are on all kinds of different podcast channels. If it's a regular podcast channel, you'll probably find us there. So go ahead and look for us. And all you really have to do is search Chris Ann Hall, K-R-I-S, right there on the bottom of your screen, actually. Chris Ann Hall, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E. -N -N -E. So don't remember, guys. I mean, don't remember. Listen to me. Don't forget that you need to share this article with your senator send this to your senator here's what you need to do if you send them a link they're probably not going to click on it so just copy the the material and paste it in an email or send them a snail mail letter overnight or something and make sure they get this legal memorandum okay so we need to get this out to your senator so that they're equipped to make the legal argument at the trial which will be uh, presided by Justice Roberts. Doesn't that make you feel all warm and fuzzy mm -hmm. inside? Justice Roberts. And just to clear up the confusion, um, oh God. my position on vandalism <laughs> now is the same as it was in the summer. Just yeah. because you like the people carrying it out. Well, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't I don't change my position based upon who's actually vandalizing property. Yep. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Remember our friend uh, Frank is on uh, DLive the hour we are. So, hey, JC, we are DLive people. So, hey, so hi to our new DLive crowd. We're growing every day on DLive. Remember, if there's ever a reason you can't find us here on YouTube or on Facebook, you can go to DLive. We will be there. And uh, we're we're just waiting. We're just waiting. Not quite sure, but Roberts is disgusting. Yes, he is. He, he makes my head spin. Listen, mm -hmm. we listen we listened to live uh, arguments before the court the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I you you kind of you checked me on this, but I had to modify my language. But I, I I said I believe he was the worst Supreme Court justice in history. Yeah. Um, 
you suggested maybe in modern history. In modern history. Accurate, but he is modern history. I don't think Roberts I don't think Roberts could ever bring himself to say that men were property. Um I I encourage But you. I do believe that Roberts would have been in line with the Bell majority who forced sterilized almost a hundred thousand people in America. Hey. Uh because they were what is it? Undesirable? Yeah. I, Undesirable. Listen, so. I encourage you, listen to some live Supreme Court <laughs> arguments. Roberts reviles the Constitution. Oh, he hates it. He hates the Constitution. If you've ever and watched. blatantly yeah. obvious. More so. I've listened to Ruth Bader Ginsburg in arguments. He hates the Constitution more than she did. Right. Hands down. Yeah. No, no even comparison. To tell you, to be honest, I think, to be honest, I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg is what I would classify as an old school true believer. Yeah, uh, progress. She is, she actually believes that she has high moral ground. Roberts is just a disgusting, it did, she believed. Um, Roberts, he he's L just listen to his line repulsive. of questioning. Listen, listen to what he says. I mean, he reviles if you ever the principles of liberty. You know, I've I've talked about on the show the way Nancy Pelosi, when she's forced to talk about the founding fathers, when she's forced to talk about the Constitution, there's this look on her face and a sound in her voice like somebody's shoving pickle juice up her nose, and Roberts doesn't even have that pickle juice thing he has a a, a disgust he was it livid. Is a he was livid mm -hmm. at the notion that there were there there were lawyers before him arguing on on the behalf of someone's religious liberty rights yeah he was yeah. he was disgusted you could hear it coming out of him so let me tell you something guys let me tell you something this notion that Roberts was, is, or ever has been a conservative justice no. is a flat-out lie. I don't care who put him on the bench. That is not a mark of who he is. The deep state sold him in a conservative package, but there's not a conservative product on the inside. You, you can't listen to Justice Roberts and come away with any notion that, that he does or ever did support constitutional principles it's mm -hmm. I, I i was i was shocked listening to him and just <laughs> what was coming out of his mouth i couldn't our people it. are so sweet they're all having a debate on whether i need to be on fox or something and ampleforth is like chris ann doesn't need to be needs to be free and not under fox control let me make sure that you understand something when i'm on fox i won't be under fox control which is That's probably why, why i've been on fox a sum in total of one time <laughs> Right. Because I didn't. You were disinvited. I was disinvited. I don't pull their narrative. And I could tell the look on the face of the, the lady who was there. I don't even remember their names anymore. Bless her heart. When I answered the question she gave me, I actually laughed. It was and it was one of those genuine. Oh, was that my out loud voice? I didn't mean for that to pop out, but it was so natural. I couldn't help myself because you asked me such an incredibly stupid question. Right. <laughs> so it was like. <laughs> what you know that kind of thing and so i'm pretty sure that's what sealed my fate to never yeah. get on fox again <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us today. It has been an absolute pleasure, as always, to be with you. Remember, we are a teach show and not a talk show. So please share this so we can get some truth out about this impeachment madness. And don't forget to share this the the post with your senators. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Yeah.